Turn your Bible, please, to to Hebrews, to Hebrews, and we'll be looking at the other verses. But Hebrews chapter ten, Hebrews ten. Verse 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above, when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither has pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. Taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So today we're looking at why Jesus came as a man. Let's pray. Father, thank You for Your blessings. Thank You for Your Word. And I do pray that You'd help us, Lord, to be more sure of these truths of Your coming into this world to die on the cross for our sins. May this serve as a foundation for our lives each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now regarding the virgin birth, I just wanted to mention that... um, Christianity is not the only uh, religion that uh, says that one of their uh, their leader is virgin born or like that. Um, there are some um, bizarre stories you might call it of uh, others who claim that their leader is um, is virgin born. Um, MacArthur notes that the Romans claimed that Zeus impregnated uh, Samel without contact and produced Dionysius, the lord of the earth. Babylonian religion asserted that a sunbeam and the priestess Semiramis conceived Tammuz, the Sumerian fertility god, mentioned in Ezekiel 8.14. Buddha's mother allegedly saw a large white elephant enter her belly when she conceived the deified Indian philosopher. Hinduism teaches that the diviner Vishnu, after living as a fish, tortoise, boar, and lion, entered Devaka's womb and became her son, Krishna. And then uh, Satan has propagated other similar legends, all with the purpose of undermining the nature of Christ's birth. Um, it was it was necessary for Christ, as we said, for him to be virgin born, because a man fully man could not; he would have been a sinner like us. So the virgin birth is very important to us as, as Christians. So the point of today's message is Hebrews ten five, um, that the Lord when He came. Here into the earth, he had a body prepared for him. I've heard said before that uh, when when you face temptation, when you face problems, and you're talking to somebody and you say, you know, follow Christ's example. And I've been told before, well, he was God. He was God. We can't follow his example. He was God. 
so of course he's not gonna he's not gonna mess up. Well, we he became a man, uh, 100% man for us. And yes, he was God, but he endured temptation, trials, the tiredness uh, that we face as well. And it it really helps uh, it helps me to know that as we look at this first one, we just review it just for a second, that he became tired and hungry. What are you like when you become tired? What do you become like when you become tired? I know what I become like. I'm not, I'm not uh, necessarily the nicest person. I can lose the plot sometimes. But the Lord Jesus, when He became tired, He did not. And, but He did become tired and hungry. That word being wearied gives the idea of He was just ex- exhausted like He couldn't go a step further. He had sent the disciples into town to get food or that's where they had gone. He waited on them to come back. And as he was waiting there, even though he was exhausted uh, and he sat on the well uh, exhausted, he was still willing to minister to others. So he was exhausted, yet he was still able and wanting to help others. Mark 4.38 talks about him and the disciples being overcome with the flood. And here he was asleep on a pillow can't imagine. Uh, I get seasick as it is, but I can't imagine being in a boat that's getting ready to sink and being asleep. How exhausted that would have been. Uh, and so the body that the Lord prepared for him, it was just right for him. And it was a body that he received that he could serve as an example to us. The next one is another reference to him being uh, asleep under the water or when they were going through the storm. But he was exhausted. And then on the cross, he thirsted. And so if you ever think he was given exactly what he needed, his physical body was exactly what he needed. It was prepared for him. And he thirsted, he became tired, he became hungry. And so if he did those things, when we do those things, we need to be able to uh, respond as he did. There is a distinction about Christ though. Uh, There is that distinction about him. It says in uh, Philippians 2, 7 and 8, who being in the form of God, that's the idea that... um, He was God, uh, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Um, The idea of thinking it not robbery is the idea, you know, uh, you ever ever had something and and become proud that you had it? You know, you you think you're something because you have something, and really it can be a dollar, or it can be a million dollars, or it can be a talent, or it can be just anything, that uh, an ability, you know, uh, Jesus, he, he was God, but he didn't let it go to his head. And that's the idea that he did not, he did not consider it robbery. He didn't, he didn't let it go to his head. 
He didn't look at everybody and look down on them because they were not God. Uh, He thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but did what? He made Himself of no reputation and took on the form of a servant and was made as us. And so He became one of us and the form of a servant. Philippians 2, 7 and 8 and verse 8, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And what I'm noticing when I think about the Lord Jesus and the body that he was given, I think humility is a wonderful example of what he is. He, the parents that he had, the, with the, their poorness, um, losing his dad when he was just um, a younger man, don't know exactly when, we just know by the time he's 30, dad's not around anymore. But losing his dad when he's growing up, uh, not having a lot of support from his family. In fact, his family at one point in his ministry thinking his, he's crazy. So the way he handles those things and not saying, you know what, I deserve more than this. I deserve more than this. He treated himself. He understood, you know what, I'm just a servant of God. I'm just here to do my Father's bidding. And so can I ask us, is is that our... uh, Do we look at ourselves like that? Do we look at the way God has fitted us? Has He given us everything that we need to serve Him and to be faithful? And I reckon that's a good... The fact that He didn't, that he didn't feel like He needed to make Himself known. Everybody, you know, He did do the miracles but only as it glorified God, only as it, made, as, it, as it made God look great. And so are we handling whatever the Lord gives us with humility? Lord, whatever you want to fit me out with, okay, uh, I'll go with it. But he was, uh, the distinction about him was that he was God. So the design for him as a man What was the design for him as a man? So what did he endure? Well, Isaiah 53.3 says, He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Are you ever despised and rejected by others? Are you ever looked down on? Are you ever given a hard time for what you believe? for who you are. Well, Jesus was was one of the things that He was given or that God the Father gave Him to, to endure is to be despised by others, to be rejected by men. And how hard is it to be rejected by others? How hard is it to be thought to not be very smart? How hard is it to not be considered uh, worth someone's time? 
And you think about the fact that that's, that's what the Lord Jesus endured for us. That's what, and really, by the, t- by the time we get through with this, we're going to see that we're the ones doing this to Him. None of us had time for Him. But what was it that He was fitted out with? What was it that was appropriate for Him to have? Well, the Lord allowed Him to be despised, rejected, to carry our sorrows. And, you know, if you've ever had someone to turn away from you when you're going toward them, uh, you know, you, you understand what it's like to have their, their faith, your face, their face hidden from you. You know, you know how that helps you. It doesn't. It makes you, why would anybody turn away from me? What have I done? You know, and then, but the Lord, He understood what it was like to be rejected. And really that verse is all about, um, the fact that although He had done nothing wrong and everything good, that people didn't respect Him and people didn't uh, accept Him for who He was. So really, He's a wonderful example. He did these things for us, but He's also, um, if, if, if you're living your life to make, for everybody else to approve of you, you're, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Live your life to please Him. That's what he said. I come to do thy will, O Lord. In the volume of the book, it's written, he's come to do his will. And so we can't live our lives. Isaiah 53, 4. What else was he appointed with? He was appointed to bear our griefs, to carry our sorrows. And what did we get or what did he get for that? Well, we considered him a judged of God and uh, not right with God. We considered him an outcast and not approved in God's eyes. And so that's what the Lord, God the Father, has allowed us to think of him. Yet, he was very approved of God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripes, we are healed. So all of these things, He was given a body. He was outfitted with a body. Well, some of the things that He's endured is the mental struggles, the mental problems, the being rejected. But then there's the physical agonies that He has as well. Um... He's wounded for our transgressions, what we should have had to endure. He was bruised or crushed for our iniquities. And um, the key to our peace or us having peace uh, rested on His shoulders. Isaiah 53.6 All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. And what did the Lord outfit? What did God the Father outfit him with? Well, he, he gave him a, a people that he created that turned against him. And not only turned against him, but went away from him. And yet, he was determined 
to do the will of the Father. We used this earlier during the um, communion, but I just thought it was appropriate. In order for Jesus to suffer and die, He had to plan it way ahead of time because as the Logos in John 1.1, the Word, who existed before creation, He couldn't die. He was immortal. He didn't have anybody before He was born on earth. And He could not die. And yet, He wanted to die for you. So He planned the whole thing by clothing Himself with the body so that He could get hungry and get weary and get sore feet. The incarnation is the preparation of nerve endings for the nails. The incarnation is the preparation of a brow for thorns to press through. He needed to have a broad back so that there was a place for the whip. He needed to have feet so that there was a place for the spikes. He needed to have a side so that there was a place for the sword to go in. He needed cheeks, fleshy cheeks, so that Judas would have a place to kiss and there would be a place for the spit to run down that the soldiers put on him. He needed a brain and a spinal column with no vinegar and no gall so that the exquisiteness of the pain could be fully felt. So Jesus, He had a body that was prepared for Him. And yet, what did He do? What was His design? Isn't it wonderful? Romans 8.3 For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. He came, lived the perfect life, died on the cross, a perfect sacrifice for our sins. Hebrews 10.10 This sacrifice He's talking about by the which will we are all sanctified we are, are, are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, never to be repeated. He's given His life. He gave His body for our sins. Hebrews 2.14 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, He also Himself likewise took part of the same. So He took part of flesh and blood. Why? That through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So why is it that he was prepared a body? Why is it that he died? So that he could destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. And so how wonderful that is. Uh, Hebrews 2.10 For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. What was His design? What was He given? Well, He was given the opportunity or the ability to suffer on our behalf. And really, as we suffer or as the Lord puts things in our lives that challenge us and and really... Uh, for the cause of Christ, or really just in our lives each day, 
those things that would hinder us from serving the Lord, are we uh, using those as stepping stones uh, to following the Lord or are we allowing them to hinder us? The Lord Jesus, the suffering that He went through, He was, con- he was committed to doing the will of, of the Father. Um, Hebrews 4.15 For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Um, Have you ever met someone who did not have the ability to feel, um, to to sympathize or to empathize? They They could look at someone in pain and all they would say is, get up, you'll be right. You'll be fine. It's okay. What's wrong with you? Are you a big wimp? Well, the Lord Jesus, really, Him being God, Him uh, being the Son of God, He could look at us all and just say, you know what, you're a bunch of wimps. But He doesn't. Uh, he is touched. He is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He, he's able to come alongside and say, yep, been there, done that. And actually, Matthew chapter 4 gives us the idea that He experienced the full brunt. None of us, I'd say none of us actually experienced the full brunt of Satan's temptations and, and hatred toward us as we uh, endure temptation. Well, He did. And He understands what it's like to be tempted, to be tested, to be tried. Um, and yet, He was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So he, he understands. What was he given? Well, he was given a body so that he could understand what it's like to be one of us. And he cares. I just love that. Hebrews 2, 17 and 18, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful, faith, merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. So he's, it's, it's, he was like us. He had a, a human body for in that he himself hath suffered. Being tempted, he is able to secure them that are tempted. He, he knows what we're going through. He's able to help. So... The Lord gave him, uh, God the Father gave the Lord Jesus the, the ability to suffer. And so he is able to help us when we are tempted. And when we fail, it's not that he said, yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. It's more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me next time. Trust me next time. So, and then lastly, he, what was he given? Well, he was given a job to come down because we couldn't go to him. John 3.13, And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And you know what? None of us, none of us, none of us would have ended up going to heaven had Jesus not come down. Had he not come down to earth, none of us would have been able to be in heaven. And I love the fact that He did come down and He did come down as a baby. And so 
The Lord Jesus, He came. He came as a man. He came as a man. And then during this Christmas time, let's just remember to that really, and I didn't really go into it, but really we should want to do God's will for us because He has outfitted us with everything we need. Whatever He gives for us, He gives us everything we need for it to do His will.